Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. This is the State of California. Doug Sovereign is on vacation this week. Today, we are joined by political scientists from Sonoma State University, Dr. David McEwen. This last year was a challenging one in politics, as you know. I mean, we've seen issues and tests arise for how we govern and how difficult it can be to demonstrate success on public policy. One guidepost of governing is that all politics is local. In the challenging California environment, success at the local level is one arena where we can look to dealing with challenges around issues of homelessness, mental health, crime, and also disasters such as wildfires. Today, we wanted to take a look at how all of this plays out and how local officials are coping with uncertainty around these issues. Professor McEwen, thank you so much for for moderating today. What are some cardinal rules of politics that frame California's success at the local level and that are so critical to understanding California and its politics? Well, good afternoon, Brett and Patty. As we look at California politics and, and what constitutes success, especially at the local level, there are a few cardinal rules. And one of those rules is, is fiscal stress. We're always asking the public space to, to do more than it can with the resources it has. And this obviously is framed by a second rule. That's the rule of uncertainty. That leads to the third rule of discretion or judgment. And so as you look at fiscal stress, uncertainty, and discretion, this bounds or limits the choices that local officials can make. So today we wanted to look at how local officials can be successful and how they can turn the page, especially after challenges like wildfires or other disasters. It should be an interesting conversation. We're going to continue that conversation now. We're going to turn to the KCBS Ring Central Newsline and speak with uh, the former mayor of Santa Rosa, Chris Rogers. Thank you so much for talking to us this afternoon. Given the uncertainty around so many issues, what does it take to be a success at the local level as mayor and a council member? Yeah, first and foremost, thank you for having me on. I I think that Professor McEwen hit it right off the top of the head, which is politics is fundamentally about relationships. And you see the fractured nature of federal and sometimes state politics where people have competing interests pulling them in different directions. Here at the local level, we generally all agree on what the issues are that we need to be able to fix, we might disagree on how to get there. And at that point, it becomes about how do you build a coalition? And Santa Rosa, we have seven city council members. You don't achieve anything if you can't convince four people to all row in the same direction. And it is fundamentally about building those relationships with your colleagues, earning their trust, and being willing to try something maybe a little bit different than what you had envisioned to try to fix the problem that you all agree exists. Chris, as you look at this, uh, kind of rowing everyone in the same direction to get those votes, so maybe talk a little bit about why budgets matter for local politics and policy and success here in California. Yeah, Professor, you, uh, when you talk about the fiscal stress, that is always the reality. You never have enough resources to achieve all of the things that you need to, to accomplish. And when, in particular, we saw that after the wildfires, we saw that through the pandemic. 
there were a million good ideas on how we could have tried to solve those problems with very limited budgets. So we do need to fundamentally do long-term forecasting and long-term budgeting with the anticipation that we're going to need extra resources. Uh, one of my good friends always reminds me of a quote from Jerry Brown where he said, uh, creating programs that you don't have a long-term, uh, long-term budget for isn't really progress and it's not really progressive and in fact it's cruel. We at the local level have fewer tools we have to stay within our means. We have limited ability to do sales tax. We have limited ability to do property tax. And really having a basic understanding of growth and how to project what our economic output is going to be 10 years into the future allows us to do a better job of not just saving here now, but also to better prepare for the disasters that have become inevitable in our region. You have navigated through many of those disasters, um, and I know Santa Rosa is still coming back. What does it take to build back from local tragedies and disasters like wildfires or other disasters? And what would you tell Natalie Rogers, the, uh, the new mayor of Santa Rosa? Yeah, it's really to rely on the expertise that you have at your fingertips. Uh, we talk sometimes about the dysfun- this dysfunctional nature of Congress, but really Congress did come through for Santa Rosa Uh, And it was representatives up and down the state, uh, both Democrat and Republican, who are pushing resources towards us and making sure that FEMA was functional for us. We had partners at Cal OES and in the governor's office who are making sure that we understood what the process was going to be. And then you have your local representatives who all need to be able to be trusted by the local community who have their foot uh, in that door and can really help to guide people and make sure that they understand that it's a process. It's a long-term recovery. Uh, To your point, we're five years, a little over five years out from the Tubbs fire. We have done a phenomenal job of rebuilding, but we're still not rebuilt. Uh, And then you layer on top of that the pandemic and uh, earthquakes and floods and other types of disasters that come through can get a little bit exhausting. Uh, But you need to make sure that your community trusts local government to make sure that they know that we are providing the right resources in the way that we need to. I'm interested in in what you have learned as being mayor. You look at your expectations going in about what it was going to be like. Uh, How did the real experience compare to that? Yeah, I'll say, uh, particularly through my first year as mayor, I cared a lot more about things running smoothly than I did about getting my way. And I think that that surprised me a little bit. You really do take on this ethos or this persona of just making sure that the city functions. Uh, Then I also happened to be the mayor when ARPA dollars came down and when the PG&E settlement dollars came in. And uh, as a professor can tell you, one of the things that you talk a lot about in public policy is how to have a plan so when a policy window opens, you can actually do good things. You're not sitting there trying to create the wheel uh, while you're trying to drive the bus. And for us to have those resources come in while we were currently talking about economic development, while we were talking about economic inequality and poverty and homelessness and all of these other big issues really gave us a resource where uh, I was able to step up and say, here's the things that I think we should do and take input from the public uh, and then hear from my colleagues what they would like to do. And we were able to piece it all together and move forward to try to address those, those programs. It's too early to see whether those things that we've tried are going to be completely successful. Uh, but I wanted to make sure that I was not one of those people who would rather try nothing than risk failing. And certainly in Santa Rosa over the last six years, that's been our mantra. And we look at uh, kind of the state of California and Congress and Washington, D.C., how have those arenas mattered uh, for what cities can or can't do? 
I think it actually gives us a lot of leeway with the public. I think when you ask yourself who is solving problems, uh, it's not Congress, typically. Uh, they've done a little bit better over the last couple of years with some of the bills that have come through that provide funding at the local level. Uh, but we don't have a choice but to solve problems in local government. Uh, if you don't fix a pothole, you're going to run into the person who blew a tire at the grocery store, and you're going to get an earful on it. Uh, if we don't try to address homelessness, then we're going to see the impacts of that in our own neighborhoods and across the entire city. Uh, we don't get to leave and assume that we're going to solve the problem by doing things. We're on the ground, have to do it. And I think it buys us a lot of credibility and a lot of leeway when we are trying to do things and people are able to juxtapose the gridlock that happens, per particularly in Congress, uh, with what we are trying to accomplish here at the local level. People typically don't look at things as Democrat and Republican. They look at it as, did my pothole get fixed? Did the city's infrastructure hold up when, the, when you get three inches of rain over the course of 24 hours? Those are the things that we get judged by. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today has been Mayor Chris Rogers of Santa Rosa. We also give a big thank you to Dr. David McEwen. You can hear the State of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It is also available at kcbsradio.com and wherever you get your podcasts. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.